open eyes that we may see to follow the within through scripture and practical applications. If you're looking to get over drug addiction, I am here for you. If you're looking to get over church hurt, I am here for you. If you're looking to get over abuse, I am here for you. I am here to listen, to help you to get over your traumas, over your, um, whatever that may be troubling you. 
And one way I help is giving you the word of God. And this morning, my context will come out of Exodus 33, 1 through 23. Exodus 33, 1 through 23. Okay? So, I want you to sit back, get your coffee, get your tea, get whatever you want to snack on or have a meal and sit down. Get your tablet, cell phones, or Bible. And join me in reading this daily devotional for today. We are reading Exodus 33, 1 through 23 this morning. Okay? All right? And come on, babies. Let's do this. Right, babies, it's time to dive into this chapter. Okay, Exodus 33, 1 through 23. And we see that uh, the Lord and Moses are having a conversation. And God has told Moses to get up and leave this place, Mount Sinai. And, and, God is, and the Lord, the Lord is sitting here telling them, look, it's time to move. It's time to move from this place. It's time to get up and have your proper place in this world. And where I have for you, other people live there right now, but um, I'm about to clear that off for you. And that, the, 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 you know, where it's, it's called Latin, that, the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, and the Prezesites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And God says, this is a place I have promised you from your Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I have promised your ancestors this land. And um, he, you know, he just says, look, it's time for y'all to get up. It's, it's time for y'all to move. It's time to just, it's time to move on. It's time to not get stuck in one place. It's time to um, move on, you know. And in this, this text, and we see that uh, Moses has, is speaking to the people. And Moses tells them what the Lord told him about themselves. And it kind of ruffled their feathers a little bit. You know, it says, unto a land farm with milk and honey. This is where he says it's time to move from where you're at. He says, and farm with milk and honey, for I will not go up in the midst of them. For thou art a stiff-necked people, least I consume them in the way. And when the people heard these evil tidings, they mourned, and no man did put on him his ornaments. Now, your ornaments been made, your dressing has been made, everything has been made, and um, and dressings have been made. And the thing is, is that 
um, you know, I, they pulled everything off and they're standing there like, and for the Lord say, as say unto Moses, say unto the children of Israel, you are stiff-necked people. See, this is what God told them to tell the people. And you are stiff-necked people. I will come up into the midst of them in the moment and consume them. Therefore, now put, put off thy ornaments from thee, that I may know what to do unto thee. And the children of Israel stripped themselves other ornaments by, by the Mount Horeb. Horeb. And they just standing there. They took off the holy ornament, the ornaments that God had asked them to, that, that they needed to have made. And it was like, y'all don't deserve this stuff. Y'all hard-headed. You don't want to listen. You want to do what you want to do. And I'm trying to give you, I'm trying to give you a place where you do not have to stress yourself, do not have to worry, do not have to um, beg, borrow, or steal. And I'm giving you, I want, I want to give you complete happiness. I want to give you complete openness. I want to give you complete. I'm trying to make a way for you, but you're still acting foolish. You're hard-headed. I got some hard-headed children, and they just don't want to listen. And what you know? And 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 then Moses, they 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 get up and they move and they and, and they're moving from this place. And um and and Moses he wants to place the tabernacle and Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it without without the camp. Okay. So what this is saying in um 33 and 7. And Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it without without the camp. Afar off from the camp, called it the tabernacle of the congregation. And it came to pass that every man which sought the Lord went out unto the tabernacle of the congregation, which was without the camp. Okay. This is a sacred place. Tabernacle of the congregation. It's a sacred place. Moses has decided. Moses has made it his thing. Say, I'm not going to have that nowhere near these people. They got to walk off afar to go to worship the Lord. This is a sacred place. It is a sacred, um, uh, just a place for the Lord. And it needs to be in a space of its own. He has placed it in a space of his own. And that's what he has done in this time of um, this time of God telling them, you know, y'all get to get you, y'all need to get together. Get it together, you know. I'm trying to help you, but you keep you, you just keep doing dumb stuff. You're not listening, you're not. You're not uh, focused. You're not trying to be focused. And and with this being said, after you, if you read chapter 30, 32, it says that, and, and when, go back to 32, and when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together 
uh, together unto Moses, I mean to Aaron, unto Aaron, excuse me, and said unto him, Up, make us gods, which shall go before us, for as for, 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 as for Moses, the man that brought us out of the land of Egypt, we want not uh, what is becoming him. Because of their impatience, because of they want that everything is about and 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 everything has become about them and and the thing it's just how can I say this? It has become <coughs> excuse me in this time. They have left Egypt, have left the ruling over the people ruling over them, and now that they're out here in the wilderness, they think they can they they have they have they're, they're acting like they got no home training. They've been slaves for so long, now they're out here in the wilderness, nobody's bothering them, nobody, and they're they're not listening to the guidance of God. They're not listening to what God is telling Moses. And it's like, oh, we gonna do what we wanna do. You know, we grown and we can do whatever we want. And 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 then it's in 33, it says, now we're gonna leave Mount Sinai. Okay, you went and had a party, you did what you wanted to do, you made your molten image, you made your felt false god, and you have just screwed yourself. Because that was one of the rules where I told y'all y'all could not do. Right? And you went and did it anyway. Because you have to think of the concept of the people, the Israelites, they have been forced of a false religion, a false, a false doctrine for so long that they don't know how to think on their own. And God is trying to wean them like babies off of that old stuff, that old bad stuff that they were being that that they were that was being shoved down their throats. Okay, so now they like, oh, I ain't got to do, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and do it, you know, and and still in their minds that they are still living like they are with the Egyptians. It has not dawned on them yet. It has not dawned on them yet that this is a new way of living. And yes, new way of living means I'm giving you a door. I'm opening God's open a door for them, but that don't mean they got to do everything the same once you walk through the door. And the door was uh, the Red Sea when God delivered them from Pharaoh to the Red Sea and they are going through a new chapter a new life a new and they're not they still got them old concepts they got them uh, their old way of thinking in they in they new in they new in, in their new place in their new in their deliverance and some things in our deliverance we have to let go of the old stuff. So in this, God said, "Okay, now I'm, about, I'm trying to give you a new home. I'm gonna give. I'm, I'm giving you a new home, a new place to stay, a new place. Everything is new and it's yours. And but you got to straighten up to get it. 
that's just like parents, you know, like, well, okay, well, you know, you're doing this behavior over and over again, and I'm trying to tell you that this behavior can't exist in your new existence. Say you go from high school to college and you're doing all this foolishness in high school and you go to college, you think you still do this and before you know you flunked out of class. And, and God is saying, look, it's time to do, let's think of new, let's, let's do some new, I'm trying to teach you some new doctrine, some new way of living, some new way of, of surviving, a new way of, of coming to peace and you don't have to take all that trauma with you from Egypt with you to the new land that I have for you. Now it's time to move. We got to move. And we got the tabernacle congregation. We got new things. We got new places. We got new ventures. We got new, we got everything new. And, and this new thing can't go with the old thing. I keep, I, that, that's that, that keep running in my head. That just keep running in my head for some reason. But you can't bring that old stuff with you into a new season. And sometimes, hey, you have to let go of people, places, and things in order to get the new stuff. You can't hold on to them 1970 clothes and you living in 2000. Okay? You can't bring, you can't Okay, my eyes say it like this. You know you've been to your grandma's house before, right? You've been to your grandma's house. And grandma got this furniture, right? And the furniture got plastic on it. I don't know. I don't know. You know, if you're, you're too young to understand, I get it. It's when I was a kid, my grandma had plastic on her furniture. I'll tell you why she had the plastic on the furniture, right? So her, her concept was, I got plastic on my furniture, somebody spilled something, somebody like, you know, cheering or somebody have something to drink or something, and it, it won't mess up my material on my on my couch or my love seat or the chair, right? And, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and, okay, and she kept that for years and years and years and years and years, and I was like, Grandma, can we I mean, she would put, I mean, she get plastic replaced on the chair like every other two years. You sit down on plastic, you start sweating, right? <laughs> but the couch would never smell, you, you know, or, you know, or uh, say somebody have an accident on themselves and they don't get it all over their couch. Okay? I can see the plastic. I understand the plastic, okay? It's been many, many days I understand that plastic. But say over a period of time, period of time, okay, we got new furniture, they got a new way of looking, everything look beautiful and stuff, and everything, whatnot, and then you still want to put plastic on some old, on some new furniture. How that sound? Yeah, it ain't gonna work. It's, it's just not. It's like, oh, come on. So God is asking, God is trying to get them from that old furniture with that plastic on it to some new stuff that's nice and vibrant and lively and, and it, it brightens up the room and it, and you got new furniture and you got new you got you got new uh radio stereo whatever everything is new god is trying to give you some new stuff give you some a new house 
but you want to bring that ghetto hood stuff into a new house in the suburbs that don't match. I was watching this video the other day. It wasn't this video the other day. And it was a it was a, a video of the people whoever whoever was videotaping this uh, event. They had a caption that said things you do not see in the hood, right? So the people going down the street and they had lights on their cars for Christmas and honking the horns and stuff. He said, "This is things you don't see in the hood, okay? Well, you don't, you know, it's a thing of certain things in in the projects or the hood, as they call it. You don't see these things in the hood. You don't see people riding down the street honking the horn, waving at people, talking about Merry Christmas and stuff like that in the hood. You don't see that. And it was like." They was like, well, this what you don't, you know, I guess this was their new house. It was their new place. And this was their new residence. And I, I'm, 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 you know, I don't know. They might been from the hood or they might have had friends from the hood or been in that video. And, um, and in this context, this person had never experienced this in their life. And they like, wow, this what they do in the suburbs? Like. I ain't know they wrong like that in the suburbs. What's up with that? You know, it was like a culture shock to them. And this is what it is. It's a culture shock for the Israelites that they turn around and they don't understand. Wow. We can't, we can't act hood out here no more. We can't act like we used to. We can't do like we used to, you know. And it's a shock to them. And God is asking them, okay, look, this tabernacle, this tabernacle is special. This tabernacle is uh, uh, really, really special. This is God's house. This is God's house. And maybe I'm thinking in this context of they were never given a place to go worship in Egypt. They weren't used to this. They're not used to going having a place they can worship on their own, worship the God, because they are not used to this. Maybe Egypt, okay, they had their gods and they, you know, and whatever, and they did this and the ram and all that, and this, you know, the golden calf, stuff like that. But, but then it will always end up where the people, you know, they out there and they, you know, they're doing whatever they want. And everybody's having relations with everybody and it's, 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 it's fornication and all this other stuff going on. And, and now it's like, put, pump your brakes. This ain't where that's happening at. This ain't that. And they are not used to this new way of life yet. They are not getting, they have not, they are not used to this life yet. And Moses and God, God has, the Lord has given Moses these instructions and Moses passes on the instructions. And then it's like, wow, he never had to do this before. They never experienced this before. This something new, and it's up. and that's the way this is. And and the tabernacle is a new place for them to go worship, but they're not used to that either. 
and they're not used to having to put on garments and they they used to just doing whatever they want you know i'm gonna just walk around butt naked on a zebra and i'm gonna just do what i want or really they didn't really have clothes like talking about because you know you sometimes you gotta pull out scraps pull out scraps pull you know and uh that's just like a, i'll give you another analogy my grandma was making a blanket one day her and my great grandma when i was little and I said, oh, okay, Grandma, why y'all making a blanket? And she said, because we couldn't go to the store and buy no blankets. We couldn't buy material. We couldn't go to no store. We had no money like that. See, you know, you got to think about time, 1915, not, not 2015, 1915. And she grew up where her grandmother was uh, from 1880 up to 1915 to you know, whenever she passed. And that's like something that they did. They passed down passed down through generations of 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 um, uh, making their own blankets because they said, well we take the old clothes that we used to have that we don't wear no more and we make blankets out of them. And I was like, really? She's like, yep, we really do. Yep, we do. Because we couldn't afford to go to no store like we can now and buy a whole blanket already made. You know, we had to go and pull out scraps of old, like, say we got holes and stuff. That's why we got holes in something. And then you sew the hole up or put a patch over it, okay? It was, that's the way they were used to living. And just like the Egypt, look, they're not used to this new stuff. They're not used to this. They're not used to worshiping their own God. They're not used to having their own place sanctuary to worship God at. And they are not used to having a leader like Moses. And and it is a learning lesson for them. It is a learning lesson for them. It is a learning lesson. It's a learning lesson. Learning lesson that you can't, you have to improve your life. When God steps into your life, he wants to give you better than what you already had. Or you already working with, he wants to improve that for you. He wants to improve every aspect of your life when God comes into your life or when you accept God. Yes, that is a thing that I've had to learn firsthand. That when you accept God into your life, everything changes. Your mindset, your perception of things, your 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 way of living and thinking and seeing and being and just everything changes. And it's a slow process. But we, we we can't bring that old us into something new with, uh, with God. We can't bring that old stuff, drag that old stuff with us when it comes to God coming into our life. We have to leave all that old stuff behind. So, what are you leaving behind to walk with God? I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for this moment. I want to thank you for this time you're spending with me. And I want to send a shout out to my friends over at Confirming Word Ministries. Confirming Word Ministries, where 
uh, Apostle Solomon and Natalie Dotson are presiding pastors. And I want to shout out to the ladies, to the women's group, the women's group, women's group that uh, uh, Pastor Natalie has once a month. They're meeting. It's called Bring It to the Altar. Bring it to the altar. Bring it to the altar and leave it there. It is a women's group called Bring It to the Altar. And um, we have a women's meeting every once a month. And and it is off the chain. And I love her so much. And it's a it's a where we can open. We can be honest. We can praise God. We can do everything. And I want to just send a shout out to her today. Um, she is out of uh, West Virginia. And it is very, very important that we celebrate our sisters in Christ. Okay? So, all right, Pastor Natalie Dotson, I am here. I am here. I am here. I hope y'all have a blessed evening. Okay, everybody, I want to say, look, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And if you have comments, please leave them in the comment section. Okay? And um, or get in contact with me on my WhatsApp. I have WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yes, I do. I have WhatsApp. If you have any questions or you want to leave any comments or, you know, it's 724-320-5523. I think I need to be a little bit more open in order to get these comments for the, for the programs I have. 724-320-5523. So if you have comments about daily devotional, you have comments about any of my programs that I I put up or I do, um, let me know and I will be happy and honored to speak with you. Okay, I love y'all and I'll talk to y'all later. Bye, babies. Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTB. At LBMTB, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello, 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 Sharice Johnson Moore here, and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 
4.5 million people. Okay? You know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen? 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people. You can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay, so that's on a daily basis. And I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses. Okay, so come on in, come on in the room and get seen on TV. Okay, all right, babies, I love you.